Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 431 of the Jar <laughs> Media Podcast. 431. Four, three, one. I said it. 4321. Four, three, go. Let's go. 4321, go. Four, three, two, one, go. Four, I, um, I did something, okay? I have given up on the mullet. You've given up on the mullet? What, mm. have, you, what have you not given up on, then? What do you mean, what haven't I given up on? If I'm you've given up on one thing, what have you replaced that given up with, 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 with? Something not to give up on. Like? Well, I don't give up on a lot of things. Okay, so what have you replaced the thing you've given up with, with the thing you've embraced? Well, I've embraced many things. Like? <laughs> it's hard to, It's hard to explain. It's hard to put in a little box. How would, you, how would you solve said solution, then? There's no solution. Okay. I'm just letting my hair go curly, if that's what you mean. Mm, that is what I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm, as you can see, my hair isn't actually going into its curly form, so I'm letting it do its thing. Can we make this like the shadow boxing episode? Like, <laughs> yes, Jim gets it. I don't need to shadow box. Yeah, like there's a shadow, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm not gonna say that. I don't want to be like dark from my favorite anime, definitely. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Light and dark? Is it like light and who? You got light. You got L. L is light. L for loser. Wait, mm. is it L and light? Are they the two characters' names? L and light, or and is then it? Then there's Ayanamure. That's a different show. A better there's, show. I think so. In, no. Then there's Berserk. Have you actually started watching Berserk? I haven't started. I try. I put it in my PC. Yeah. Put it in my CD drive. Go to open it and it's like, sorry, can't read. Yeah, it's a Blu-ray. So I'm gonna. I thought I had a Blu-ray player on my PC, but I'm gonna have to watch it on Wait. my idiot consoles. So was yeah. that was that an actual intro or do I have to actually intro it? Do you ever like, intro actually? it, Ooh. bro? I I live for the intro. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode three hundred and. Forty-one of the John Media Podcast. Mm-hmm. I am James, and I'm joined by Alex and Jamie. What we're the number one flashlight podcast, yeah, mm-hmm. or life tanga podcast, or belief, truth, true believers, uh, um, seasoned experimentations. If your mind of Charm Media, do you think it's rude to point? Um, I. It f- depends on the pointing, like like one of these. Oi. That's well, rude. Yeah, that's rude. Like if I look no, at James but, but, and I go, oi. No, but if you're adding an oi, <laughs> okay, the oi well, feels Okay, no, let rude. me take the oi away. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, this is the thing. I I emote with my hands a fair bit like in conversations with people. And I found that I feel, I worry that I come across as rude because I do point a fair bit. But it's never mm, obviously... You've got you to gotta learn what the politicians no, do. But, where they, t- they, they shift to this and they go, oi. Oi, oi, I don't, oi. I don't want to be a politician. Like my pointing's fine because it's never like rude, but I worry I am because I do point a lot. Do an example no, but, of what but, you mean. But what if mean, someone if someone's like like says some something awesome, you know, you're fucking like, right on that one. Yeah, that, and you're like, like well, that. Look, look, let me let me do two examples for you. You and your beliefs are wrong. Now let mm. me do this. 
you and your beliefs are wrong. See, I really like the second one. See? There's I a re- reason they do yeah, that. Yeah, you, you come across as like a really genuine, really sort like of confident, caring. like I'm in control. Like yeah, I've you're in control. Like I should submit like 20% of my Yearly income earnings, yeah. Um, yeah. to you mm-hmm. for doing nothing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> and you should be able to get away with committing tax fraud. Yeah. Yeah. And all yeah. it takes is one of these. Yeah. Just pull, <laughs> pull, pull that finger in. Just pretend pull you're that finger in. a Glock. Take that foot, make a gun. Yeah. Make, Make a gun, gun pull, pull the it trigger, in, and then put the thumb down. Yeah. So like, so, get wait, a gun. Wait, 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 wait. I, I'm not white. Get the gun. Get a gun. Cock it. Cock it. That's not pull the no trigger. Pull the trigger. <laughs> and then you're a politician. Oi! Hey! No more of that. You deserve nothing. <laughs> I deserve <laughs> more. I should have more than you for doing less. I went to university. And fucked a pig. <laughs> bleep that. I can't bleep that. It's gone. I lost the bleep sound effect. Good. For thank. Um. Finally, I need to go get my balaclava. Out. Okay. Download the sound effect of the guy from Revenge of the Sith saying "fire, fire." <laughs> Put that over. That, okay. That's a natural thing. <clears throat> fire, fire. So before we get too deep into the episode, I want to shout out the Jar Media patrons that make the audio version of the show possible and they get their names right out in the first or second week of each month. That's going to be next week because we weren't organized enough this week. Thanks to this mother fire. right here. Fire! Fire! <sighs> what have we done? Do you know what I've noticed recently? <clears throat> yeah? This, this, this piece of hair is in my vision sometimes. Wow. That's, that's how far I had to get before I got the snip snip, you know, what... You so know, it's snip, like I'll be snip. walking around and this will be a little, a little jiggle on my head and it's like, damn, my hair's long. Irrelevant to the, to the I topic. I saw a comment that was like, can't wait for Alex and James to swap round. Yeah, there was a comment about like trading hairs. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? Like, what do Simpsons, you mean by that? Like the Simpsons when Homer gets snakes hair. Oh, that's a great episode. That is a great episode. No, you get controlled it. by him. Yeah. I'm Snake now. A hind D. Shadow Moses. Well, I'll tell you what's like a hind D, and that's the housekeeping segment. House D. Hind house. Hind house. Hind house. Okay. Straight round off the conversations from the previous episode, just like Kino K did. Who says, James going from, I'm an experienced man when it comes to diarrhea, to, it's a psyop. I've never had diarrhea, is the funniest stuff to me um no 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 okay let me explain this i'm not i've 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 had many diarrhea times but the the current rear building site op is not real i say it constantly and i never get diarrhea sure (laughs) i never say it i've never heard you say i say it in private my poo might not be 100% 100% of the time Mm. but it's never diarrhea it's just a little bit um Dare I say, funny. Well, if we're talking about funny, Stash Mallow says, Petition to colloquially refer to Alex's house as the diarrhea building. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that? Mm. I think that's kind of awesome. I got 124 likes. That's a few likes. That's enough likes where you got to respect. you got to take a step back and be like, "Mm, that's enough likes to really think about and respect. If you build a... If you order a plaque... Online that says that we are building, 
put it on the front of your door. <laughs> so when you get when on, on all of your accounts, you don't have to put nine or ten or whatever like your location. You put yeah. the rear building, um, Melksham. It's just the rear Swindon. Building. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows the rear building. Yeah, it's just the rear building. Everyone's gonna find it. Well, we got a dark one from Dylan eight six six four. Hi, Joe. Bit of a bummer, but I have to get this off my chest since I relapsed recently. I'd been clean for four years now. I hadn't even thought about using again until I watched the new Jar episode. I felt the cold sweats and headaches coming on, and I knew it was that time again. I ran upstairs into my room and opened the safe where I'd stored my last pill. The one I swore I'd never take, but I took it anyway, and the relief I had was impalpable. I then casually walked to the toilet and diarrhea splooged all the matter out of my body. Been so long since I took a laxative though, I'm ashamed to say I relapsed. I've never had a laxative. Because I'm so fucking relaxed. <laughs> I've never had a laxative. Do you know what you happened to had, me? You haven't had a laxative, but I've you've got had a, fable. a supplement. I've had I've had I've had the poo the the ass capsules. Hmm. Funny experience. Sticking cold things up your ass, quite amusing. Quite nice. It's really nice. Well, what enjoyable. were you saying, brother? Um I've got a fable. Okay. Like an Aesop one. Yes. Aesop? Yes. You know, Aesop. An Aesop. Much Aesop's like fable. Much like you guys, I've never had a, a laxative. Hmm. I have. Oh. But yeah, because much when, like I, when I have my nose yeah, operation. Yeah, you, you were blocked up and you needed prune juice. Prune juice isn't... Pr- no, I had prune, but I also had like actual laxatives. Poo juice. And they didn't okay. work, did they? Poo, poo pills. Oh, Barry, it worked. <laughs> no, but, but I nice. thought your struggle was that none of it was working until you, you, you sent it on the prune juice. I had prune and laxative. And it was the mo- it was the greatest relief of my entire life. Was it diarrhea? Is it liquid? It was it was beyond anything I could verbally describe. If I'm being but honest, then you should have filmed it. I should have filmed it, but you I should made have taken mistake. a picture at least. Yeah, um, <laughs> you would never would have forgiven me. No, I've I've, Bro, I've, I've got an a, I've boys. got an Aesop fable. Go on, what's an Aesop fable? It's got like a warning. You know, right. the rhino. He's got the he's got the sand in his skin. You know, you know that one, didn't you? That was always my favourite Aesop's fable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. What are you um, saying? So, you guys heard of uh, Candy Kittens? Oh, those. Those real yeah. little yeah. producers, yeah. Um, they're like vegan sweeties. Yeah, quite tasty. Quite expensive. expensive. They're, they're like zero sugar. They are expensive, yeah. Maybe it wasn't Candy Kittens, but it was a, it was a sweet. It was a type of sweet with zero sugar. Yeah, those, like, those give you the worst rear of them all. Well, it was it was three packs. <laughs> you had three for a quid, or something. Right. Okay. It was you, some sort of deal where you there was get absolutely three. no candy cans. So they're like what a pack is. Well, no, it, 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 it wasn't. I'm 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 exaggerating certain, you know, elements of the story. But I I bought, bought three packs of sugar-free sweeties from Sainsbury's and ate all three. Right. <laughs> How big were the packs? They were like baby av- average sweetie sized packs. So you we're had not like talking f- mini packs. We're talking like you had like a shit ton of uh, you know like the the classic yeah. Sainsbury's back in the day three for a quid. Yeah. Those bags, yeah, 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 yeah. That sort of size. I know what you're saying. Um, and I ate all three as you do when, yeah. you, when you're getting a three timer deal. Um, and well, the rest is history. You know, I sat down and reared for a long time. For days, is what I'm saying. 
little did I know, it actually says on the pack of a lot of sugar-free items that are sweet. Like, excessive effect. consumption could cause a laxative effect. Yep. They say um, that about chewing gum, <clears throat> even. Yeah, I think that, that should be, like, the name of the product. You poo, know, poo's, poo bite. How many people read the backs of, like, sweets? I do, I do sometimes. I mean, I, I think all three of us do, but like, how many how many human beings do? How, how many? The average normal. Normal, yeah, normal. How many normals? Take a normal and measure the normal. Yeah. How many normals are reading the backs of wine gums? You know. See, this is a good thing about statistics: is everyone's normal. So you don't need everyone's opinion. You need one person's opinion because they're normal. Mm, the general so public is one person, and they're normal. You don't need you don't need a a thousand person view. You've got one normal. Once you have normal pill, pinned, you can build out everything around it. Hmm. Create the ab to the normal. B B ab. Yeah, ab. What? No, carry on. Um, Johnny Tuxin six two eight one says, "Whenever I'm being reminded of your ages, it always surprises me. I never expected diarrhea to be the talk of the month or a discussion." on what or James's poo looks like the most when you guys are like 25 years old keep up the good work poop boys um none of us are tw- none of us none of us are anywhere near 25 we're pushing 40 we've been around the block a few times yeah no, be re- be real like what it, i'm be about to turn real. 30 be real about to, being 30 what is that on on like internet age, that's but like what 50, 60? That's, yeah. that's that's in hospital on like end life, of life support. Care. Like a Zoomer's gonna be like that's boomer. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. See, I'm not at that age yet. So I'm boomer. So what are you? Well, I'm boomer. Now these I'm TikTok, these TikTok kids, man, they're like ten and they get angry at us because we're too old. Like it's over. Yeah. Our internet age. Try is living, bitch. Yeah, wait, wait, you know, wait till you get a job. Yeah, then you really just really want to not. The Enigma really wants us to not. The Enigma two eight nine seven. No, Alex. but what? No, what? Following up on that one, what do people expect? A bunch of twenty six and thirty year old men to talk about on a podcast? Um, P- political problems, money, but grinding, grind set, building, building your women. Yeah, um, high value men, high value women. Yeah, um, maximizing how your, to get a Lamborghini. Yeah, your profiteroles. Why the woke is bad. Yeah, like come on, Bugattis. Yeah, it's better to talk about shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the our in- poo ca- makes us more unique and better people than the grind set of all these. Uh, name, name one poo podcast. Name one. I know one. Kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Greg Miller. Come on the Jarcast. See how you fare. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Who's Greg Miller? I'm going to back you up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Poo. Come on, Tristan Tate. See how you feel. The the Enigma 2897 says, Alex, I'm begging you. Please translate my typos when you read my questions. I clearly meant Jim. Not gin. Why did you always? Why do you always do me dirty like this? I'm sorry. Like whatever you write, I'm gonna read. Alex isn't gonna if put your the name work is wrong, in for you. If the text is wrong, I'm gonna read whatever you've written. You have plenty of time to edit 
make it right. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah, we're, not, got to... we're not your, your QC. If you call Jim Jin, I'm going to call him Jin. I know it's wrong, but I'm going to prove you right. Did he spell it D-J-I-N? No, he spelled it J-I-N. <laughs> Jin. <laughs> Shut up. Just add a D next time. That's what I thought. Din. No, Jin. The, the J silent Din. <laughs> Guys, i got a th couple of things I want to mention to you. Okay, prove it. <laughs> i got two things. <laughs> two things. Yeah. Right? Two phenomenas i okay. got to ask your opinions yeah. on. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So... It feels like forever ago now. I went to go see the band TV Girl in London, right? Who's right, TV Girl? right. They're this uh -huh. band, right? I've yeah. Heard you don't actually like them. Ooh. In like 2014, I got into them, like this indie band, doing all this stuff, right? Using a lot of samples. That was their jam. Right, right, right yes. Oh, so they don't actually make music. 2020, 2021, Ooh. they go viral on TikTok, right? Alex like TikTok music. Yeah. Uh, so now yeah, they're huge. revisionist history. Alert. Now they're huge. I go to London. I see one of their shows, and this phenomena exists, right? Something that I find kind of disturbing. Kind of, kind of. I don't know. I guess my boomer nature means I don't know how to pass this. I don't know how to break this down. Okay. Right. Explain love so, Your so, therapist. So, yeah. So check this out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine a band. They go viral on TikTok. When they do a live show, every single single that is like a TikTok hit, right? Every single one of those, when they play them, the crowd, they're energized. They got their phones out, they're loving it. But every time it's not a TikTok hit, they are visibly bored, uninterested. Don't have their phones out. They're standing there waiting for the next TikTok hit. So you get this bizarre vibe, a live show, where it's like all these like people waiting for the next TikTok hit, not even really caring about what's being played, just waiting for the trend. It was like really bizarre because I've seen them one other time before, kind of like right on the verge when they were getting all viral on TikTok and stuff. And it was like a really good small scale show. It wasn't quite this level, but seeing them this time, it was like, it was like a switch being flicked on or off. It was like, is this a TikTok one? Is this not a TikTok one? Because if it is, the crowd's there, they're engaged. If it's not, they're probably browsing they're TikTok themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah to me to just sounds thing. straight up cringy. Because that's all, yeah, it's cringy. It, it's, it's, like all, it it's already one of my like kind of um, icks, I guess you'd say, is like people who, they go to live shows and they, they just record the whole thing. They have their phone no, up Yeah, because like when you go to a live show, you're going there for the actual vibe, which is like everyone's kind of, everyone likes the band. Everyone's just listening. Everyone's just mm. vibing, just chilling. Because mm -hmm. it's like, if I go to, like, when we went to see Gorillaz, it's just like, there's a lot of songs which I had not really listened to and might not have liked, but it's because of the atmosphere, I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is, yeah. everything about it's great. So see, having these, like, TikTok kids with that kind of vibe, oh, it's almost, I want to say, gatekeep. I think they make the experience of that but, show but worse. That was, that was part of what made it so crazy, was that the actual band members themselves, especially the lead singer, he had palpable contempt for the audience. Mm -hmm. For that specific TikTok audience. He was like, they recently released this album, right? Not kind of on the same level as their previous stuff, using a lot of samples of like, um, kind of more biblical, religious sounding sounds. 
it's not popping off the same way their usual older stuff that people on TikTok know. It got to that part in the show where it's like, I feel obligated to play this new stuff. I know you're not going to like it. Blah, 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 blah. I'm doing it anyway because for my own sanity. He's mm. verbalizing this stuff. Wow. And then plays his new song. <laughs> everyone's just like standing there waiting for the TikTok hit to come wow. out. Yeah, that is sad. Yeah, um, I feel kinda, sorry that's that. Yeah, I feel but how do you pass that though? Like, it's 2020. Something you made six years ago starts trending on TikTok, getting mm -hmm. literally hundreds of millions of plays. All this money coming in from this thing you made in a different part of your life. Mm. What do you do about that? I, what can you do about that? Well, it sounds like they did the right thing. Like by, yeah. by still playing their new stuff and not caving. Yeah, they, they... Even despite the audience reaction. Yeah, they played their new stuff, they played the old stuff, but they verbalized their feelings. Like, that. that is part of, like, and I, th I think, especially a live show, like, the, how the artist feels in that moment, like... Yeah. Like, you, but, uh, the fact that you picked up on it, like, gives it value. Mm. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is, like, the... <clears throat> the lead singer of TV Girl, very dry individual. Like, the stuff he's bringing up, he's making jokes like, yeah, I was hanging out with my my boy Harry Styles. Obviously, he hasn't. Mm -hmm. He makes that joke on stage. People start cheering, acting as if Harry Styles is about to come on stage. <laughs> it's like, that, that's not, No, it doesn't make sense. Um, that so makes it funnier, though. That does make it Good funnier, joke. but it's also like a... It's just a weird position, I feel like, for an artist to be in. Mm. Like, what are they supposed to do? Because the expectation is obviously to play the TikTok hits, because you're gonna get, mm -hmm. you're gonna get that crowd response, you're gonna get the audience response. But then you, you also made just... music recently, and you want to be playing your new stuff. You don't, you don't want to live in 2014 or whatever. Yeah. Just an absolutely bizarre phenomenon that, like, is quite it's quite a recent thing, you know? Like, yeah. Like, like stuff that, going like, crazy on it, TikTok is quite a new phenomenon. It's, like, it's, it's, it's hard to know, though. Like, if an artist back in the day had, like, released albums and stuff and a, a few of their songs were on the radio, you know, and then people turn up to hear the radio songs, but they've got all yeah. this other stuff. Well, like, there, like, there was a jab at one point where Kate Bush had played... Back in the day, she'd done a show at the same venue, mm -hmm. and he brings it up to say, oh yeah, Kate Bush did an awesome show here, back here in the day. You probably know her from Stranger Things, but before that, she was this amazing artist type yeah. thing. You know? Mm -hmm. I, think, I think this isn't necessarily a new phenomenon. I think it's... I think it is just because of the context of, of TikTok now. I, I mean, the, it, the... it is to a degree... But like, if in it, I think it's a uh, a new thing since the start of radio. Mm. You know, but but like the TikTok, then, the TikTok thing is separate to radio. Our counterpoint here is most normal people would be like they're on the radio doing their office job, garage, whatever. They hear this song by this person playing now. They like that song. They're like, oh. I like that song. I'm gonna go to a CD shop, record shop, and buy that album. 
because I might like more of it. Yeah. And that means that person's now listened to that whole album. So if yeah. they like that artist, they're going to like all their stuff. So that wouldn't happen. And from the people I've talked about from that era, that's how they did it. It was like, yeah, I like yeah, this there artist. Was, there was an Boom. inherent familiarity because to consume more of like one song, it had to be yeah, encapsulated now. with that album instead yeah. of saving that one song. So it, it yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely different in that regard. Yeah. But... I don't know. I, I feel like the internet slash TikTok though mm. changes the dynamic in a way that like just the radio doesn't. Mm. I think the radio was huge though. Mm. You know, you didn't have like dudes in fucking. Charming. I feel like it's more Same open now though. Open. Like something trending on the radio needed to go through certain channels, whereas something trending on TikTok, I feel like it's a different parameter. You know, there's like no, it's not filtering beyond just what like people are like. Instead of like going through producers, going through yeah, yeah radio yeah. producers like, oh that's the sound I like. I'm I, gonna put that on my channel on the radio. But there's like none of that now. I just say it's weird, and I think that is now like, this is the repercussions from the TikTok generation. Everything's gonna become like that. No well, matter that, yeah, what you do. well that's the thing. Like um, uh, what's his face? The it's one of the Lils. Um, Peep. Not peep, peep, pump. But the one that uses all the devil imagery, and he's like always controversial for using like devil imagery, even though he's gay as fuck and L- little, little, little. I what don't think little Nas. Like... Yeah, little Nas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, little... Um, so like he, when you know the Old Town Road song, mm. he specifically formulated that song using lyrics that would get wedged into algorithms about like driving tractors and stuff like that that algorithms will pick up promote in certain ways it affects the art but that song is also fucking fire just saying well yeah i'm not saying it as a critique as it i'm just saying now that's like another variable to measure in this where it's like well how do you accommodate for the people that are kind of ahead of the curve figuring out like what algorithms are picking up and promoting if you're like writing a song with that in mind, putting in lyrics that you know are going to get picked up in algorithms and promoted and like maybe they will be pushed more to kids because it's talking about driving tractors and these kind of buzzwords that are going to be picked up. It's more about riding horses, isn't it? Take my horse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but why, yeah. why would that matter? Because I think... I think the, it is reductive to art though. It is. Like whether it's a good song or not, it's it's like... Are you expressing yourself or chasing Cause it, cause what it, makes money? It was a weird phenomenon. Like I've I've seen a fair few live shows, and I've never had that where it's like mm. such a like switch on, switch off, depending well, on yeah, the TikTok. I, trend. I, I think that's that's like a symptom of phones. Because mm. mm. I, I remember hearing about um, Jack White. Yeah, was was doing live shows, but he had like a a policy. It was like you can't take your phone in. Mm-hmm. You have to relinquish your phone on entering, and that's such an awesome idea because it's like then you don't have the option to just like check out, yeah, or like view it through. I like give myself a rule. I allow myself one photograph. Mm-hmm. I try and condense like a live show into one photograph because you see people who they're on Facetime for the yeah. whole show. They're yeah. holding their phone up. Yeah, someone that's... on Facetime, and they're just like. Like what? What are you? What are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. We're 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 losing like an element of 
storytelling. It's, it's the most as well. boomer take all. It's just like you're not experiencing life because you're experiencing it for your phone. But like sometimes the the telling of a story is, I mean, I'd say more times than not, telling a story is more interesting than just reliving that story mm -hmm. through like a video. A mm. beat for beat, yeah. No room for interpretation. No room for yeah. anything new. Like yeah. Cause there were a few of those too like there were a couple of moments where some zoomer would like they'd get their friend to hold their phone and then get into some kind of pose they get their flash on and then they do some tiktok thing record it and then they're like okay that's enough of that for the tiktok it's like what like what are you what are you doing <laughs> it's like, like people aren't people don't go do things now for they like this artist they're gonna go watch this show because i like them it's doing everything's to do with quick uh tiktok algorithm you're doing a post because that post will get engagement because it's with x yeah tiktok artists it, it becomes about like the the individual instead of the event yeah it's like everyone's there for the event but all these people are like trying to and on that on that kind of note, right, like this themselves. weird technology thing where we're grappling with right now, I had this bizarre moment just a couple of days ago. I wanted to, I wanted to get a dinner reservation for two, at this place, right? Mm. I call up, <clears throat> never experienced this before. It was an AI thing for a restaurant. What do you mean by an AI thing? For like a not, local, like you, you know, like, like when you call up a. EE or one of these an automated an automated message divert, divert you to yeah thing, to divert yeah. which I've never experienced outside of like phone companies maybe banks stuff like that but this was the first time I'd heard it for a local restaurant so like you're not talking to a person when you're trying to make your reservation so you say what time you say how many people the AI has this like awkward engagement thing and it's like cool yeah Two people booked in for five o'clock. Nice. Show up at that time. The place is closed. <laughs> um. <laughs> like no, no, it didn't no, even like. <laughs> no, but did you not check when trying to find the restaurant that on the Google it'll tell you? Yes. Yeah, no, it said on Google, open. Call up to make a reservation. It's an AI. You talk to the AI, make a reservation. Yeah, th this is kind of a, a problem <laughs> with like early adoption of these technologies. Uh -huh. You know, like we're, we're not early. there yet. No, we, we can't just like chat with Chat GBT and be mm -hmm. like, "Well, that's a human." But it's like irritating enough when it is a bank. Yeah, it's already annoying. Yeah, no, but they have in a state with banks. We shouldn't talk about that. But that's, that's bad enough. But then it's like a local restaurant. Yeah, man, them hungry, fam. Yeah. Man, I'm hungry, fam. That was like that was that was such a weird like uh, grounding moment. Like this technology has been instituted this way, and it doesn't even work. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah, dude, buckle up, brother. Mm -hmm. This is only the beginning. But yeah. I do uh, stepping aside from the AI voicemail. <sighs> we need to gatekeep TikTok. Like, what do you mean? It's already too late, bro. Like we're we're boomers. It doesn't even matter. It does. I, no, I know. I know we can't do it, but it's like the TikTok era is is ruining everything. Yeah, like I walk past shops on like high streets, and they've got like TikTok stickers that they Find put on their windowsill, and they're like, as seen on TikTok. I'm I'm dumb, man. I don't like TikTok. 
I... Yeah, but th- this war is over. We've lost. We've lost, yeah. We're on the losing but side of this. It's just like... It's done. No. No, it is like you can go from being this obscure indie band that no one cares about to selling out a place in central London just because of something trending on TikTok. Just never, as a human being, you should never ever trace any chase any trends because you're you've lost yourself by chasing trends. How can you avoid it though? I've never chased a trend in my life. Yeah, you have. You you make it. You you have this thing called free will, and you <laughs> yeah. you choose to ch- to chase the trend or not. You make that active Bro, choice. Bro, you played Modern Warfare too. You're playing Bro, Armor Core right now. What? You're playing Armor Core right now. That's I, a trending topic. I I I didn't buy it because the trend. I bought it because I like Max. Because I've watched Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> there it is. There's the name drop. I had. Hey, there I've got the quota. I've got the quota. But that's that's. Uh, we're not going to get into the fucking marketing thing. We've already argued about that yeah, today. Marketing is a banned phrase on this. Yeah, Neon Genesis twice, does eh? need to need to be as well. Yeah, that needs to be banned. Um, but I just, I, it's just like my my only grasp of the TikTok community is through cars and whatnot, and I just have no no motivation to even connect with any of it. It's going to affect your space at some point, bro. It's going to. It has. If you own any social media other than TikTok. You've already been affected. I have, and that's but I don't try to. It's like download. Yeah, but it's it it is inherently addictive. It's like it's it's, it's manufacturing your dopamine. I I think this is China getting back at us for the um, opium. Yeah, but America didn't Mm. do that. We did. Yeah, exactly. That it's targeted at the UK. Yeah. Yeah, but they've mainly got a bunch of American dopamine up. Yeah, but they they but where do we get? Our entire culture now. The USA. Stranger Things, Netflix. Flood flood opium, TikTok, into America, and then it will trickle back to the UK. Mm. There's their revenge. You know, we're all Mm. on opium. You know what's that? that, TikTokium. TikTokium. That that meme that goes around is like the uh, that quote from Wising Vengeance about social media. (laughs) What is it? It's, Arnold, it's, it, it's um, There's a whole speech from like a, a US um, senator, president, senator, yeah, and he, he does he like name jots like uh, the the Dude, the shit of like every celebrity game with, gossip. Um, with Raiden in from the Metal Gear series just drops truth bombs about the future, the future back then, which is now mm-hmm. about like our, our reality. Mm. <laughs> it's so true. Like if experience that I stuff. I can find the quote. I'll find the quote. Oh, dystopian nightmare. You mean? But about like, like just social media being just like swamped with pointless information, so that like the actual important stuff going on in the world can happen without us batting an eye. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if if the Ukraine war isn't trending on TikTok and. All the social medias, no one gives a shit. Yeah, mm. fuck this 24-7 internet spew of trivia and celebrity bullshit is a quote from that game. Yeah, but he goes on and on about, like, everything. It, yeah. Oh, that's yes, the villain is. of... Rising Revengeance, the cyborg one. The one yeah, the you big cut guy. watermelon. Yeah. S- S- Senator Armstrong. Yeah. That's it, what that's a cracking it. guy. He's what right. crackhead guy. I, I hate celebrity gossip, man. Can't give a fucking shit about it, man. But that's what like so much of the everything is. is. It's just like conversation and just I just don't. But like 
Kim Kardashian getting a divorce with Kanye West is is the same level of like engagement as a war between two giant countries, if not higher potentially. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. It's like, like the, we care more about that. Like America doesn't even need to stage terrorist attacks against themselves to get a point anymore. They just got to make some gossip online. Yeah, they just have to have Kanye get sucked That's off. That's the crazy Italy. thing about like. You saw the Trump, the Trump mugshot, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that apparently has done, like, it, it raised millions of dollars for his campaign because they could sell merch with it on. <laughs> it's like this new boost. Um, yeah, it's just uh, a classic, no no yeah. such thing as bad Didn't press. Man, man. Yeah. But living in a cabin away from this shit, that's, that's the ideal, man. <laughs> that's all I fucking want. I want the bunker, man. Yeah. I want to have, I want to have, like, FromSoft's entire library in a bunker. Yeah. You know, keep you, keep canned for peaches. And, like, every, every uh, controller ever made, so that when you do one, one with an Xbox controller, you can do it with a dance mat. And you can play every yeah, FromSoft yeah. game with mm. loads of, like... That's how you control the difficulty, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll be occupied forever. You don't need this shit. Yeah, man. Check out of reality, apply yourself to... Non-reality, mm-hmm, I mm, suppose, mm, mm. to incorrectism. And on that note, we'll see after these incorrect messages. No, they're correct. No, they're not correct. They're the one thing that's true. Marketing doesn't work. Yeah. Join media shirts now, or I'm gonna hurt you. Description below. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of the Jar Media second half of the show, where we answer Jar Media questions from the Jar Media Reddit. Yeah, are you being serious about that? Eh? Yeah. Welcome to the second half of the show. Brown, white, blue. Try and do it better. Brown, white, blue. BWB. Brown, white, blue. BBW. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess this is the part of the show where we head over to the Jar Media subreddit where you can ask questions for us to answer in any episode in the future. Just like Revert to Monkey Dude, who says, If you were setting up a saw trap tailored for each member of the cast, what would be the most fitting torture for each of you to endure? Um, if, if you guys want to have a think, r slash Jar Media said in response to this, For James, it would be a clockwork orange-style torture method forcing him to watch a TV screen playing time-lapses of his favourite bread going off slash mouldy. Well, it isn't, isn't a sword trap, it's just to kill you. No, my, my idea was kind of similar to that, but it was actually finishing Evangelion. Ooh. Or and I would I would fucking I would kill myself even if I was it was a torture device I'd do it fucking hell. <laughs> imagine watching twenty you know the pain imagine watching twenty four fucking episodes of that in one sitting <coughs> yeah suicide yeah hmm so you gotta think of some some something you did back in the past like I want to play a game you killed a fly when you were ten years old and now it's time for revenge yeah you know. Push um, Jamie in a river. That'd be mine. You almost pushed him in a river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch Evangelion. <laughs> um. <clears throat> hmm. For Alex, what what wrongs have you done? Killed a bug that time. You um. Okay. Here here it is. 
You you have to take many laxatives, but not rhea. Oh, you're, you you have to you're hold being it in. Force-fed rhea tablets. Yeah, and you've got to last as long as you can. You've got to hold it, type thing. You've got to hold it, but if you poop, then three saw blades from the bottom up slowly mm. cut you in half. My challenge, my saw trap for Jim would be: um, you got to go one hour without referencing DJ Khaled. Um, mm. Bring out the saw chains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell them to bring out the syringe. Otherwise, there's some device that like tears you in two. Type oh, thing. you get your your okay. ass spread. Nice, like a lobster. Oh, mm. and a live lobster will go up. Get mm. lobstered. Mm. 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 Unless some you can uh, resist. Yeah. Tell them to bring out the lobster, and then yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good. Good idea. I hadn't actually referenced DJ Khaled all episode until. Yeah, because it's all outside. Isn't it, James? No, we never mentioned DJ Khaled. Yeah, it's all outside. It's not really about DJ Khaled. It's about cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fearless Caramel 337 says, Bear, bear, jar, jar. I recently learned that women make up a disproportionate amount of book readers. As a woman myself, I wonder why there is thoughts on this crap. Bear, bear, out. Men are uh, too stupid to read. Uh, Train 16 replied to it saying, For men, the time that it takes to read books is taken up with more important things, like, oh. like, record, like recording eight-hour podcast episodes to discuss casting choices in an upcoming comic book movie that no one will care about in a week after it comes out. So true. I like reading, but my problem is... I like rear thing. I like reading, okay, but my problem is I can't get my, I can't hope, hyper-focus myself on a book. But I can, however, hyper-focus on like a Wikipedia article about some fucking general in the Yeah, I can't focus China. on anything that isn't, um, you know, Starfield tips and tricks. Yeah. I yeah. like reading. I like, I like reading, um... I like reading. Uh, bro, but shut the fuck up. I've, I've always struggled with, um, my brain. Mm-hmm. I think I think men what? men's brains are like monkeys. Yeah, and it's we like we have monkey uh, brain. We've we've been provided tools, you know. Mm. Like I I want to like hit a thing into another thing, you know. I want to I want to like. You're saying there has to be a knock-on effect. Yeah, I want to like mm. throw a big boulder, and it like goes down a hill and then makes other boulders. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I get mm. you. Men are simple creatures. Yeah. We stick. It's like the stick. I love sticks. Yeah, sticks rock. It's like you can find That's a good true. stick. Remember when That's true. We used I used to have our sticks. I've got a stick. I've you got it stored. Got a stick. I've got it stored. It's like when you go for a long walk or hike, you're going to find a cool stick and yeah. you're going to carry no, that. I saw that. There it's... was like, there was like a, some kind of subreddit post that yeah. was like from a woman who was like, Yeah, I saw it. What a dude's weird obsession with sticks. What is their problem? And I'm here like. Yeah, it was, it was, about, get... it was about her husband, her like son getting a stick and then her husband hiding it in the car. So when they got back, the kid had the yeah. stick. Like, I'd do that. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's like you know digging sand on the beach. That monkey yeah. brain is just like, ooh. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you get a sturdy stick and you can like feel the 
The... Look, shall I go get it? Go get yeah, your go steak. Get go get the steak. Get you guys will instantly understand what is appealing about this yeah, steak. But I, I know I will. I might already know the steak you're talking about, actually. It's like, no, do you know what's a good thing, though? Gaius finds good fucking sticks. He found this yeah, stick where it was, it was a part of a root. So at the top of it, it kind of curves in and it has, it has this root here. And it's really well curved and it's like a nice sturdy one. So it's like when you throw it, you feel the way and it fucking goes. Yeah. And it's like, Gaius, you, you understand, you know the good sticks, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Some Something about like, like throwing a stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's let's discuss this. Oh, 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 that is a really... That, look at that. Look no, how satisfying The, the, the nice is. thing here is you can see there that the cut there and it's where clean. the wood grain is, is very, very nice. Oh. It's been in there for years. Is it smooth? Can I can I rub Jim the? Let Jim have a go. Can I, know, I know, I know, I know. That's good to feel. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect like girth as well. The length is very very nice. It's solid. I think it's why. Um, mm. Can I just grip it a minute? Mm, yeah, grip it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I, I right, think that's... it's why like knights existed. You know, because like a sword. Oh. Can you imagine like being a knight back in the day and being mm, like, yeah. this is your sword, and then this holding that stick. and being like. <laughs> well, that, that that was before nights. That was like old school. <laughs> I think it is just I, yeah. There's uh, there is just an un. It's like it doesn't matter. Even if you're in a horrible war zone, yeah. And you you it, see a stick, you're going then, for the stick. And I know the thing is, if someone else sees you get the stick, they're gonna be like, I get, you, I, get I understand. Yeah. The, the, it's and a they'll language. kill you for the stick. Yeah. There's a language beyond. Like so, we'll never be able to explain, but you get it. Everyone else listening, they can see this, and they're like. Well, the, the men watching. Yeah. No, they, they can see this and they know. That's a good stick. If you are listening, either go on the video or just imagine the mo- the best, most it's a, satisfying It's almost stick. a perfect stick, but yeah, I have a preference to sticks. I like the ones that like have been part of a woot at some point, so they have the yeah, intertwining yeah. parts, because that's like a... I get it's you. like a club. You've got that heavier, meaty bit at the end, mm. and when you throw that, it fucking goes. And it's like when you want to smash something or like hit it against something... The weight is perfect, but this is more like a slender build. This is like a dexterity, you know. Mm. So it's yeah, like yeah. you know your, like a dex your build, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I do like a more heavier hitting stick, but this is a nice stick. The only, the only criticism which doesn't take away from it is the fact that if it was like that much longer, I think it'd be perfect. Yeah, I get you. Just because, you know, it, and it's a good thing about having a dog is they find, they find a variety of sticks, and sometimes they come across a gold mine, and and those sticks. You know, I almost become sentimental to them because when Geist gets the stick and he gets a good one, I'm like, Geist, don't lose this one, please. That's a good stick. Mm-hmm. You need that one. Yeah, and he doesn't chew them up because, you know, with dogs, when it's like dogs know when a stick is... Prime. No, no, it's like when they're bad and they're too soft, they tear it apart as if it's not worthy. So they destroy it. Mm-hmm. When it's a good one, a dog, a good dog knows not to destroy it because mm-hmm. they'll play fetch with it and whatnot. Yeah, keep that stick. It's a good stick. Yeah. It's a good stick. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you showed me your stick. Yeah, I'm glad I showed you guys as well. Mm. Well, uh, Loose Donut 3708 has another kind of controversial one for us. Who is the most ticklish out of the three? Mm, or if you James. don't like that question, how about who's the most squeamish? Okay, James. bye, love you, bye, bye, bebe. Okay, I'm not squeamish bebe. when it comes to, like, bodily Im- harm. Really? Well, how, okay, how about this then? Um, everyone put their arm up, and the stick goes in the armpit. There you go. You, can, you tickle me with the stick in the armpit. No, Alex is the least ticklish. He's, I already I know the answer. Yeah, it's try and tickle me. me with the. Try and tickle me with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, have you had your fill? 
Because I've got to do it back now. No, no, no. Now you've got to no, no. no, beat your arm up and I do it back. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got to do it to Jim and no. Jim do it back. No, because I'm, I'm almost as bad as... I might be as <laughs> bad on, as Jim. You've got to show it. You've got to prove it. <laughs> I'm I'm terribly ticklish. It's my one weakness. Now it's Jim's turn. That's the only. What against me? I'm, yeah. I'm James. That's the only fairity. No, because the the, tr- <laughs> the truth is, put your arm up. Put your arm up. <laughs> the truth is, it's not it's not the power in the armpit. It's it's when you get that um that move <laughs> move your hand. It's this spot right here. That does nothing. <laughs> 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 no, my my weak spot isn't here. It's yeah. here. It's it's this like rib cage area. I fuck I, that. I hate it. I am a very ticklish. Guy. I'm I'm incredibly ticklish, and I I get like aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I I have tried to tickle you, and you instantly go to like fight or survive. Yeah, fight yeah. or fight. And it, oh no, I, I, hate I just it. But if I get tickled, I get overwhelmed by the tickling. So I'm like on the floor, just like dead, just like just overwhelmed. But it doesn't make me laugh. It makes me like scream. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I fucking hate it because <laughs> it's like the one weakness. It's like getting an argument with someone. If they tickle you, they win. It's like uh, that's always there. But how do you win against someone like me who isn't really ticklish? Beat the shit, fight you, actually fight <laughs> oh, you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What is the smell of it? Smoke it. Oh, I'd love to, bro. <laughs> oh, imagine a stogie this big. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my dream. God, I... Uh, Do you know, my... my on, stay, staying on the subject of sticks. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, as kids, it would be like, oh, it's a gun. Pew, pew. So you yeah, or a wand from... Yeah, and it's just... You just want to like, put it in your, your like, yep. holder. Your little gunslinger yeah, holder. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a, a fact you've got to consider when picking your stick. Because if you can't, like, put it on your back and, like, have it, like, you know... Like, it's got to represent something. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's a good, like, you know, pocket like supreme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lamati says, Hi, gamers. Hello. Since you asked in the last episode what Jarlings do for a job, I work for a big boy architecture firm in London doing interior architecture and design for offices for some huge companies. I'm still very early on in my career, and I've been thinking about something a lot recently, which I'd be interested on your take on. When I was younger, my parents always encouraged me to pursue a career that was employable and stable as opposed to more as opposed to more creative industries that are very hard to get into. I can't help but feel like now I have a career that others may deem as successful, that I wish they'd encourage me to take a risk a risk in something I would truly enjoy. But at the same time, if I'd done that and failed, I'd probably have the opposite opinion. I don't know if any of you are considering having kids in the future, but I wonder where you would stand on this if you think it's better to encourage a stable career or something they are passionate about, even if it's incredibly hard to get into. Also, if there's any other perhaps controversial parenting opinions you may have. You you have a, a job. Nothing's preventing you from exploring that creative side in your spare time. Nothing is. The only thing that's stopping it is you. You can always do it. You might not make it a career, but if you're pursuing an artistic, creative thing, you can do it, and you should mm. do it. It's a great thing to do. I would, yeah, I'd lay, I'd lay the cards out for this uh, hypothetical child and be like, you basically have a choice. You know, you can either chase this thing um, that might not work out, but you might be happier, or you just double down on the thing you know will provide for you. See, so, 
Speaking from my own experience, the concept of jobs and anything to do with education and, you know, early adult life, I had no, there was no even discussion with my parents about it. There was no, like, there was no guidance, there was no, you could do this, you, you shouldn't do that. I was never told anything. Mm-hmm. So I basically just followed what I had an interest in and I learned what I want to do through that. Uh, actually, that's not the way you should do it. But I think it's good to make a kid aware of, of the real world and, you know, and, and money and, and salary and career progression. But at the same time, you should never make them limit themselves and their passions and interests in the complete pursuit of a career. Because ultimately, if you're not happy, doesn't matter how much you're paid, yeah, you're not happy. You should prioritize your happiness, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've 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 gone into careers that I would have had an inch. I had like a you know tied to my passion, tied to cars, and they made me fucking depressed. They made me miserable. And guess what? I left them, and was happy as a result. Yeah. And I did like a, a change later in life, where I've gone back to more mechanical stuff, and I'm significantly happier now because it's now something I do want to do. But you should always always prioritize. A creative thing if you have a creative streak make sure to satisfy it because you won't be happy about it yeah and where that passion lies what do you think bro um i think there there's no problem with struggling um <clears throat> like you might be uncomfortable in certain periods of your life mm. when you're you're doing one thing but like, we're we're at this point in in like humanity's progression where we have such a luxury of just being able to do various things, mm-hmm. and, such a wide variety, yeah. And late stage being able to just be like, this isn't doing it for me. I'm gonna shift into another like path. Mm-hmm. And then you do that and just go on that journey. If, if, if you're fixated on having your Bugatti, Bugatti. And, and your, your mansion. mansion, then, I mean, do try. But for the rest of us, it's, it's, it's more about like living in that moment instead of chasing the thing that you maybe one day will be able to achieve. Mm-hmm. I think with with all things, it's like you need a healthy balance. No, focusing on your career is not a bad thing because if if you are very career not career driven but dream driven of like I want to be in this position, that's fine. But if you if that's all you've got and then you get there, what have you got? If you've like sacrificed your passions, your hobbies, and everything <coughs> for the pursuit of that that one thing. Yeah. And it, when you have when you've got nothing, it's like you've lost all the interest you had. So it's like getting back in isn't easy. And then you find yourself like with nothing. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want that. Yeah. No, I totally agree with uh, with you on this one. Yeah, and I think one thing I say with all creative pursuits, you can't focus on if it's going to make money or not. Yeah, like the, my creative pursuit does not make any fucking money, and it's never going yeah. to. But it's still but something it's, it's, I absolutely it, love doing, so I'm going to keep doing it because I like 100%. doing it. Yeah, it's it's about like. It's it's creating for the sake of creating, mm. not creating so that you get something. Yeah, you know. Well, but 
Even if the thing that you get is just some sort of satisfaction that you chase that thing that you care so much about. Mm -hmm. You know? But it's like you're able to do that because you're in a position where you've got a job. Yeah, I've got financial stability. So it yeah. allows a, 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 me being able to funnel some part of my earnings and whatnot into the creative thing I have going on. It doesn't matter what your your creative thing is. If it's something you're, if you like, you know, old episodes of like um, The Office or something like that. If there's some weird niche thing you enjoy. You can like devote a little community to that by just putting in like time and research and like archiving stuff. You know, magazines. Doesn't matter what it is. You can always do it in your spare time. Like, what was it? I was, I was in I was in the car with someone and there was like the radio was on and they were talking about the man who is like the number one expert on aging denim. That was his thing. That's his mm -hmm. whole niche. It's mm -hmm. just like, he's dedicated his life to just like the best type of aged denim. He's just figured out how to do that. He's gooned on it. That's a goon. Yeah, and I fucking on respect it. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the best things about humanity to me. Humanity to me, every single niche is like filled by someone. Hmm. There's Be a niche who, guy. Yeah, there's someone who's <clears throat> passionate about this but or that. It's something you can guarantee as well. If you are interested in something, you, you are not the only person. Mm -hmm. There will be someone else. Yeah. At least one other person will be like a a kindred spirit. Yeah. With it's, it's the best and thing. worst thing about the internet, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you can find your community of yeah. other gooners. And then you can find out they're all massive twats. <laughs> yeah. One thing is just like with being a boy of a weird dopamine and having like, you know, that that weird fucked up dopamine from gooning cod as a kid. Nothing gives me more dopamine than connecting with someone who's the niche weirdo like me. That's like mm -hmm. that's like a fucking nuclear bomb going off in my head. That's like Oh, you wanna talk about spoilers on these cards? Mm -hmm. It's great, and that feeling is what will give will motivate you to indulge in that passion more, mm -hmm. and your little creative project mm -hmm. you got going on. And you should always do that because that's cool, and dopamine is good. Well, we got triple left before we round off this episode. Jay Steria says, "Hey, Jar Boys, you know how you were briefly discussing hot and cold takes a few casts back? Well, one comes up on my Twitter feed recently. This is especially hot. Apparently, eleven years ago." James Gunn, the current co-head for DC Movies, revealed he does not really like Tim Burton's Batman, and he also has some issues with Nolan Batman as well. Certain fans are naturally using these tweets as evidence that he is not fit for the job, even though his stance may have changed at the time it took for the maniacs to dig up, given the enthusiasm he displays for DC slate post-EU, and indeed his forthcoming Superman movie. What do you guys make of this, Bebe? Yeah, cool. But yeah, that's, if that's what, that's. If I kind of agree with James Gunn. Like, yeah. I, I I like I like the Tim Burton Batman movies as movies. I, I couldn't even say anything strong because I haven't seen them since I was a little kid. Like, I've rewatched, I not Batman Returns, but just Batman. Yeah, I watched that the eighty-four semi recently, like a few. Who was years the main ago. Batman in those movies? Um, you know, uh, you know, fucking Vulture, um, Michael Keaton. Birdman, yeah, okay. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Um, <clears throat> and it's like a, a good movie. It's, it's goofy and fun, but it's, it's not like Batman. 
Mm-hmm. It's not it's truly Batman thing. And Christopher Nolan's Batman is like, absolutely it, not Batman. It's it's lacking in significant aspects. My my dream is to get like a a Batman Arkham sort of vibe from a Batman movie. You know, like embrace the the like goofy ah. Mm-hmm. The dumbest shit, but but do it like in your stride so that it's. It's tough to do with a serious tone because obviously they like dabble in that with the Batman and Robin stuff, but it's like a little bit too yeah. goofy, a little yeah. bit too pulpy. That's taking it to like Deadpool sort of, like, <laughs> even beyond that. Yeah, it's like you. You need to be aware of what you have with Batman, like. It, <clears throat> Yeah. Even with the Batman, the latest one, it's like the the fact of the matter is this this billionaire is dressing up as a bat. Yeah, that's the thing about that being that goofy, one yeah. is that that movie. There's no goofy aspect of that to like break it. It's all really edgy. Mm. It's grimy. It's you know, yeah, that. And to but me, it, it should be like goofy. Like the concept grimy. is goofy. Like Joker's a goofy fucking character. Yeah, that, that that's how it. It is, and the, the, that movie needs a little bit of goofiness. It needs a silly little snowboarding, uh, surfing <laughs> joker. Yeah, it's it's actually like quite a unique challenge for that character. Mm. But like, it, even that movie, like more than Tim Burton or Christopher Nolan, like Christopher Nolan took it too realistic. Yeah, too no, not stylistic enough. It was very. Well, my yeah, thing with those like, is, like, I th- the Dark Knight holds up, but the other ones around it don't as much. Yeah. But even in the Dark Knight, it's it's this city that's just an ordinary city. Why would someone be pushed to this ridiculous, like, length? Everything needs to be exaggerated. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get that. And that's what I want. Mm-hmm. So personally, it's like, I, I love Arkham Asylum. I do think it's one of the best, you know, imaginations of, of of Batman to me. But the recent Batman is like my Batman because it's like he's very much more of like this edgy younger guy who's like mechanically like all muscle cool, yeah, yeah, the yeah cool that that, also, that they, they place me. him in this city that is like just beyond like ridiculously mm. evil, beyond corrupt, beyond like it 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 smells of just yeah stinky corruption. poop, yeah. yeah. So it makes yeah. sense why he's a bit angry yeah. and in that stage of yeah. his Batman. So is, there is this bizarre phenomenon, right, especially on Twitter. There's this whole growing sect of, like, James Gunn haters who are, like, yeah. they despise him because they, they see him as, like, oh, he said that The Flash was the best comic book movie ever made. And it's like, you realise he's being bureaucratic with that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he just wants to make his Superman movie. Yeah. He doesn't care about the Flash. That was already done and dusted before yeah, he's even in that position. So why are you holding him to that? That's also like yeah, cancelling him before Guardians of the Galaxy three came out and like all these old edgy tweets when he was making trauma films. It just seems like you're just trying to find something to hate on him for. Mm. Yeah, it's like I kind of like that more. It's like he's <coughs> like he's just giving it like. People get so conflated with the stakes of things, you know? Yeah. Like, people acting as if this is, like, this raging political take that's, like, shocking and you should never see him the same way after he said this. When it's like, 
just gave his opinion on the Tim Burton and the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, from like it's not age. high stakes. It's an opinion on a fucking movie yeah. from over a decade ago. He's a different person now. He has done so much. He has changed so much. Why are you holding him to this? Why are you using that as if that's evidence but, for anything? But also, like, that that's the whole point, you know? It, mm-hmm. He was giving his opinion on... Like how someone made a movie about a character he likes, mm-hmm. you know. If yeah. if I do that, it's no big deal. But if I made a movie on it, then it's like, yeah, how dare? You? To me, it was just more of a reminder of like, oh man, like people were just way more flagrant back then, ten years ago. Like people, they they didn't yeah. care about what they were saying. Yeah, they, the hot they takes they were putting out, it, it didn't like, matter. There was no thought behind uh-huh. like, can I say this or can I not? Mm-hmm. You know what? I've got an idea. I think everyone should do it. Or be involved in it, and it's the yearly cleanse. New I year. Think, I think new, that's new, what he does now. Is like every after a certain amount of time, it just purges the whole Twitter account, resets it. Yeah, no, honestly, reset shit. Yeah. If you're not posting anything yeah. actually valuable, just fuck it off yeah. every year. Mm-hmm. I would. I have. What, I is, the, what is there to lose? Is like more than what there is to gain. So you might as well just reset it every yeah. few months. Like, yeah. Why? Like what? So you have Is Snyder it, fans like screenshotting your like out of context like totally bad faith interpretation of your opinion on a movie, mm-hmm. like what? It's so insane to me. Mm. Like why do you care that deeply? But what what is on the line for you? Like, what, like general, why do you care that? Like, I just, I yeah. no, This is what I mean. These people have no stress or anxiety in life. So they're like, cool, I need, I need something. Well, that's what's in my yeah, mind. They're like, looking for something. To in my mind, like, no one owns these characters, right? Mm-hmm. Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, any of it. It's, it's just like, like you, we have all these examples of different interpretations of it. Yeah, we got the Zack Snyder. We're getting this James Gunn one that's coming out. We've had the. Richard Donner ones. We've had all sorts of interpretation. Yeah. What is the matter? What, just because he talked shit about it 10 years ago? Okay. But, like, my opinions, everyone... I, I can say this because, like, my opinions on movies have changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From back in the day. And now I can look at those same movies and be like, oh, wow, that actually sucks. Or mm. that is awesome. You know? And... It, it, whether his opinion has changed or not doesn't matter, but the fact that it can change, like, wh- why hold something that someone said that amount of time ago to such a degree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's so crazy. terminally online, just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, well, speaking on that, Ozzy Eric says this. Thoughts on the circulating rumours of the next Halo game being a complete reboot? So, uh... What rumours are these? Ryan McCaffrey tweeted semi-recently saying something along the lines of basically the state of this franchise is so dire I'm pretty sure the only way to fix it is another reboot. That's that's not a rumour that's just someone saying um, this is my opinion. Ryan McCaffrey? Yeah. That just sounds like someone's that's his opinion. That, yeah, that just sounds like someone's opinion. We started this whole like drama circle like everything. Uh, no, to be fair the that. fucking Halo 4 was a reboot. Well, I quote tweeted it on my secret Twitter, saying, being like, yes, the fourth reboot will fix it. Yeah, um, yeah Halo Halo yeah. Infinite was absolutely a fucking reboot. That was the third reboot, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. don't need it. No, the franchise is fucking dead. Let it die. You've got three of, three of the, the single best 
first-person shooter games that have aged perfectly and are perfectly playable right now. Fuck all the rest of them. You play those three and you have a good time. You don't need anything else. Okay, so Let IPs die. Move on. So picture it this way then, right? What what? You're Microsoft. What do you do with it? Is that the answer? You just leave it five years, ten years? Yeah, no, you leave it. You just leave it? Yeah. No, kill it. It's already killed, bro. The, yeah, it's, it it's can't be I'm killed. And... Take it. Take every single Halo game off. <laughs> Get no, rid. No, yeah, no. Nuke, nuke four, five, infinite off the internet, off every store. Yeah. Fuck your DRM. No, because I, we're I, deleting them. I you can fuck this, off. I get into this cringy fantasy land, right? Where it's like, imagine it. Microsoft, they didn't touch Halo mm. after Halo Reach. They just leave it. They let ten years go by. In that 10 years, they've been, they had this team in the background working on something. And it's ready when it's ready. Then they announce something and then it's like... They, they do a teaser with like just some, some, mm-hmm. some sands and then it's just... Blow me away! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it's like... That's no, because that yeah. was something and cause I, re- I replayed Halo Reach. I was just thinking about Halo as a franchise. It is the most early 2000s thing. Mm-hmm. You got a guy in his like motorbike outfit with the the heavy rock playing with all this goofy shit going on. Mm-hmm. It's it's like insane thinking about now, like the way that all went. Yeah. I, um, look at how they massacred my boy. Mm-hmm. They massacred look what that they boy. did to my boy. It's like, no, they just didn't get fucking Halo. They don't get it. They, they never got it. They massacred my boy. <clears throat> but the honestly that is if if they'd have just waited wait wait mm-hmm. past the 80s trend wait past the 90s trend wait for that 2000s trend drop mm-hmm. a drop a halo game yep suddenly tiktok fame whereas yeah. now i feel like they're kind of cornered they're trapped how do you reboot it for the fourth time how do you do that yeah What's like the, how do you no, actually well, do no, that? no this is no the 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 only logical thing is uh, chief gone this needs to be a new. This needs to be like an ODST, where it's it's in the because the world is still interesting. The world Halo. I think they've 3, ruined it, man. Like no, what no, is left? They in have ruined it. The the, no. the Halo Three. No, but they can still go back to the humanity's first contact wars of the Covenant. Well, it's like we're not. I, we're I not still following like all the Halo YouTube channels, right? And a recent thing was the a book about what the Arbiter was doing during Halo Infinite has just come out, and it's like. Fuck you guys. Fuck yeah. you. I don't care. Yeah. Like, who actually cares? It's such I, a, like, I, my new... The stakes were so low since Halo 5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Honestly, you've killed the universe. Yeah. You just need, you need OG Covenant, and you need just a, a, a single story on a squad like Halo Reach. A, a, a standalone experience that does nothing but add, like, interesting stuff to the world, uh, and the lore of certain things. You can you can do so much of that. There's a lot of stuff that they can work on, but they're just trying to stick with the icon of Halo being Chief, and they're trying to forge a narrative with him, and he doesn't need one. He hasn't needed one since Halo Three. He's had his. Yeah, that's his. He and it finishes perfectly. Well, I feel like I, I think I think they could have done like three sequels to Halo Three with Master Chief as the main character and done it well, but their approach was not. That's not how you do it. No. Humanizing yeah. him, making it all about this like loadout systems and all this like 
crazy shit like nah but we'll you still don't understand what you're even making like id software managed to reboot fucking doom with mm-hmm. two great games and that they, they really were working with That's, fucking nothing but they managed to do it because they understood the dna of doom they modernized it yeah yeah and that sure they've got all these characters and but they've still got doom that's my crazy they didn't do thing. That. In, like, in playing Halo Reach again, right? Like, every single conclusion they could have taken away from that, they took all the wrong ones. Oh, yeah. let's double down mm-hmm. on armor abilities and loadouts. Yeah, the stuff that people didn't like. The stuff Reach. we've already had in spades and experimented with for years, and everyone knows the ins and outs of. Mm. But it all needed to be was just a bare bones multiplayer. That's all. That's all they need to go for. Not all the other abilities. They just didn't get it. They didn't get it. Yeah, I, I, I think. I think it's murdered. I, I genuinely think it's murdered now. I, I don't know what they. Yeah, could the, possibly, like the, it's, it's dead. The IP means nothing. It means nothing. Yeah, yeah. The Halo fans they've held it, like it. Nobody's gonna like it. They've I mean, held it longer than Bungie held it. The IP, like three four three, have held it longer. Wow. Um, and I, I, I like. Anyone who's like 13, 14 now, Halo's not even in, in their periphery. They, I they, think they don't care. The world it. has advanced past Halo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so trying to bring it, drag it, dragging that carcass, that fucking coffin, yeah. to the modern age, in the TikTok age, where the, the attention span is shit, everything has to be microtransactions. You're just defiling that corpse. Mm-hmm. You're dis- disrespecting. It didn't need the to be that way, but no, what no. they have chosen to do with it has made it that way. James, mm. James was right all along. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, Halo Infinite, man. You just gotta let yeah. it die. Like I've, I've seen the massacre, my boy. That I've saw, seen the massacre <laughs> card. I've seen the massacre hate like Forza. That's the difference, though, is that like COD, like the player base is still there. No, but this new generation, no, but they still be going. But there's there's so many people now from that era, just like man, the this thing ain't is, COD. It, COD is actually faithful to what it was. Mm. Not really. I mean, it it is. To a certain and now that we're adults, we can be like, oh, that this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it's know? fucking crap. Yeah, but, but it's, 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 they still wound it. They still defiled that corpse. Yeah, they they they're still defiling it, but it's it's more like so, like a, in a different way. It's, yeah. it's defiling it in a way that Microsoft could be defiling Halo right now. Yeah. Like, I really yeah. think they could have kept it alive through spin-offs. I really think they could have done that easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, reusing assets, just doing the ODST yeah. type thing. I think a lot of people would have been chill and happy with that. But they couldn't even do that. Yeah. yeah. It's utterly pathetic and embarrassing. Uh, but let's end on this but one. It, from, that um, just comes down to a capitalist thing of they need, they need that launch for, you know, fiscal year. And it's the same with EA. Mass Effect did it with Andromeda. There's That's what's even crazier, God, though, is that fucking... they were fiscally supposed to launch within the launch of the Xbox One yeah, X, the, right? The mm. Series X. The se- <laughs> but they missed it yeah. by a full year. Yeah. And even then, it was still scuffed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. It's just like yeah. you need... Uh, just We're going towards a crash in gaming because it's go- development times so are expensive now and it's like games are like... People hate them when they come out. It's gonna crash. This is gonna happen. Yeah. Well, say so all the all the franchises I was like properly invested in and obsessed with. Um, they kind of had to exist then and there in the early two thousands. The Halo games, the Mass Effects, the Gears of War types, like you know the Half Life. So like it had to be that era. It had to be there 
it's constrained to that era. So no, Half Life Alex is a good way to like follow up the Half Life because it's just like they they had that idea and they let it fucking boil like simmer for fucking years mm. and they come out as a revolutionary VR game, mm. which nobody knew it was going to go that way. But they because they didn't push it, it turned out to be great. Yeah, don't companies well, Valve Valve is impossible to compare to. Yeah, yeah, they, they will never just like shit something out. Every everything is just like this little idea. And it, it well, only that's just hunt down viable. the Freeman. Hunt down the Freeman is what made Half Life Alex possible, you know. That's genuinely that is actually a theory. Really? Yeah, because they they, it, they it, saw it and they were like shit. Because they this... gave permission to them to use. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, yeah, so they saw. Fuck off! They they, so they released such a bad project. They're like, we got to yeah, fix this. Man, like, we got shit. <laughs> we, we need to actually prove that Half Life is like a, a something you should care value. about. Yeah. <laughs> so it's thanks to you that Half Life Alex exists. Yeah. I need That's to... why they named it after you. I really True. need to do Half Life Alex, man. Yeah, it Rob's... is excellent. Fuck, it's... I need to do it. It, it, oh. it is excellent. As, as a Half Life fan, since I was like 14, it, it blew my mind. I should I should just get but a VR I'm not player. I'm not that game off anymore. It is very good. Mm. Let's end on this one then from Identity is Found. James, are you going to play Armored Core? Any mech games you like? I love you, James. James, I love you. Um, Armored Core. I had a brief experience of Armored Core as a child on, like, you know, PS2, PS1 uh, era. So, I was always a kind of a bit hyped to see, you know, from software and its current, you know, you know, fucking hitting out bangers, hitting fucking games out of the park. When was the last time they missed? Exactly. Dark Souls 2. That was that was a really proper Dark Souls game, was it, though? It wasn't directed by uh, Miyazaki. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I saw, you know, that those trailers come out, and I was just like, "Fuck!" You know, this might be my my in, in entrance to the FromSoft. This might be the game I properly get into. And uh, you know, we start talking in the group chat. You know, we we were talking about it, and it was just like, you know, I saw it come out. And the next day, I was just like, you know what? My PC might not run this, but I'm gonna fucking do it. Who got it first? Me. Did you actually get it first? I did. James did, yeah. And Damn. then <laughs> because we talked about buying it, and then Jim was just like. I'm off on work in like two weeks time. I'll buy it then and like sink in. And I was just like, I don't want to let him do that. I'm only going to get in first. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought it and then Jim instantly bought it. It fucking got me. It's fucking got me. The amount it's of times you, I've got, got angry at bosses and it's just like, I'm turning this off. I'm going to bed. Tomorrow, I'm getting it. Yeah, I've got, I've, I am yeah, in. So that was me with Sekiro, man. Yeah. It's got, it's it, got all of the FromSoft things that I've like, Always found difficult to get into, but because it's in a nice little robotic mech package with customization, package, yeah. uh, it's got me. And I've been angry at it, and I've been like, I don't know if I can do this game, but you know, I've, I've persevered and I've got through, and I found that's so what much it, that's what their games do, though, man. They yeah. like get under your skin, and it's like, no, I'm yeah, not, I'm not gonna let you win. They, they, they almost taunt you, yeah, and then and then you're like, no, nah, no. Fuck you. <laughs> Have and you then, both done that boss then that's like notoriously... Uh, so you've I got... So. so with with it, you've got... There's two infamous bosses. There's the basically the first boss on the first level, which I believe is like a... Ridiculously easy. You've got... You've gone from, you know, the, the Souls games. Armored Core is in Souls. Shit's fucking hectic. And it's like trying to make you adapt to the hectic nature of Armored Core. Missile spam mm. fucking constantly, lasers, lasers but it's, everything. It's, it's equivalent to the Asylum Demon from Dark Souls 1. Right. Mm. But mm. just applied to that genre uh -huh. of yeah, game. Mech. Like, yeah. if, if, if you know what you're doing, it's like, well, duh, this shit's easy. Like, it, if you've got no idea, then it's actually quite challenging. How does it translate in terms of, like, when you die, what do you lose? 
you, nothing. You don't nothing. It just says go restart from checkpoint. Okay. It's it's the most forgiving because there's checkpoints and if Level you re, if you restart from the checkpoint, you can change your whole setup. Yeah, to adapt. If you're like, oh, this this build just doesn't work for this yeah. scenario. You and can I think everything. it's the people need to realize it's not Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. You know, our uh, from software got to the stage of making Dark Souls because of the success of Armored Core. They're not trying to make Dark Souls with mechs. They're trying to make make a game that's true to their experience with Dark Souls, but with the Armored Core franchise. So there's a lot of Armored Core things that you're. It's not Miyazaki directed either. No. Is it not? I, I don't, don't think so. I'm no. pretty sure it's not. That would make sense. But it has all of the things Dark Souls has, but it's like they've learned from those games and they've they've made like a, a sequel to Armored Core that is like taking everything they've learned over all of those games and putting it into this one Armored Core game. They just don't make bad games so late. No, but it's just like my PC's yeah. aged, you know, and from software games, having played Elden Ring, they can be a bit weird on PC. Yeah. Like, sure, this, I'm... This is the best running FromSoft mm. game, I think, ever. On PC? Mm. Yeah. It yeah. runs... Yeah, by a long shot. For how good the game looks, artistically, mm. this, yeah, it, it outperforms every... It's probably because it's level by level, mm. so they're yeah, not loading this, yeah. this giant area, mm. but... Yeah, it's, it's... I, I have no complaints in that department. Like, you know... I've been having a hell of a lot of fun with it, mm-hmm. and I I love the depth because it's all the shit that you've talked about from you know because you guys have talked about Dark Souls and Sekiro for years, and I'm yeah. always in on I'm I'm like third partying those conversations, you know. Mm-hmm. So now having getting the, the shit you talk about, I'm like I get it because I've mm-hmm. been playing it as Armored Core. It, it is quite liberating. It's like I finally understand, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I love. I just love the, you know, the the things I've been having difficulty with, you know, the main ones I've had difficulty with is uh, mainly the uh, Baltus, which is the, the second he- really difficult boss that people are talking about. That's the one, right? Yeah. he And then there's uh, later on the Sea Spider. And with Baltus, it really was like, I, I, I it took me like four days to come out, to get over, mm-hmm. you know, getting home, just being like, I'm going to get this one. And it was just like... <clears throat> changing my setup and experimenting with what weapons to use and mech designs which helped me overcome it and it was just like don't do the obvious thing of like jumping in the air trying to dodge it was just like be a bit more aggressive using a bit of heavier weaponry and that's what got me through and then the sea spider it was like no matter what i change on my setup i'm not fucking beating this thing so it was like i need to focus on movement i need to change how i'm tactically approaching this boss and that's how i got through it by adjusting how i was fighting it Mm. and that's all the dark souls stuff yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. the like timeline for me when I got to in Dark Souls three, the Abyss Watchers. I haven't got there yet because I'm playing Dark Souls three on the Steam Deck right now. Yeah, um, I haven't got that nearly that far. Did you get there the first time you tried? I don't think I've ever got that far. Yeah, that 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 was the point because the only Dark Souls games I'd played because the only ones that were out were Dark Souls one and two. Yeah, they. FromSoft has this way of like easing you into their games, and they have a point that's like it's like, tracking something it's, of you. It's yeah, it's, demanding it's, something. It's, like it's, saying, track, yeah. it's it's saying like we're we're doing this with this game. Do the things that you need to do to like get through Genichiro it. and Sekiro. Yeah, Genichiro and Sekiro, the wolf guy in Bloodborne, mm-hmm. the first like major boss. 
it, it, yeah, and and I that's that's why I say when the first boss in Armor Core Six is like a, you, it's trying to make you learn the way Armored Core is and like spam loads of attacks. And it's like if you seriously can't adapt to that boss, you're gonna have to refund the game. And it is spaced in a period where even if you have like four or five attempts, you can still refund the game with game time. Yeah. So it's like they're giving you that option that if you can't do yeah. this, you don't play this game. And it's like Baltus is like the next one up where it's like. You've got to persevere and you've got to overcome this. Yeah, learn the game. Yeah, and I did by by doing like a, a like a thing that wasn't it's like the unobvious thing. Mm. But it's like the customization. I generally love all the character. The story is actually like you know, the story this, is awesome. The story is really, really the thing that's like really. I, I want to know what's happening. That surprises me. It's got that. It's got like yeah. influences of Dune there with the core. It's, it's like yeah, it's it's not like engaging like a last of us you know it's yeah. it's not showing you it's like curiosity you just want to know why why yeah everything. and you want to know where it's taking you and the, the way from soft like shows stuff it's you know there's like it's it all the information is so informed by mm -hmm. all this background stuff mm -hmm. um <clears throat> is the video doing his lore on it or i'm not sure yet i think it's going to be a bit more time yeah um, but but like, I, I know certain Souls YouTubers. Because that's the that's the only thing putting it off for me is um part of the appeal of a Bloodborne of a Sekiro is that enemy design, the environment design. Whereas like a lot of the gameplay I've seen from Armor Core is like I don't know what I'm sifting through. Mm -hmm. um, I from from how far I've got um. I think the level design is is like really good. Yeah, it the is, level design and the enemy design. There's yeah. there's like a lot of just like normal things. Fodder. Yeah, there's, yeah, like there's fodder mech mech things. But the same as like in Dark Souls, there's like the boring ass early stuff, and then as you get through it, it's like this shit I'm doing is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the sea spiders one where it's just like holy shit, what the fuck's it doing? Yeah. They get really creative with like the the silhouettes and the designs of these. these yeah, animals. the designs are really really cool. And there's a, a le I can't remember what the <coughs> level is, but it's like, you know, it, in all the imagery, it's just like you're on the ground, but there's these like, like floating cities. Yeah. And yeah. it's the first time you kind of go in there, and it's all like this industrial like kind of like mm -hmm. plant in the sky. But it's mm -hmm. like on one of these levels, I might be playing it. The amount of little tunnels you can go through, and like areas where there's like battle logs, there's harder enemies. And you're discovering this when you've done the level. It's like there's a lot of replayability there, and it's the aesthetic and the design of everything that is like sucking me even more. Because how, how does it work in terms of like part of what's fun in your Sekiro's in your Dark Souls is like in an area when you're learning it. You can like find items that are scattered and stuff like this. Like that's like a very minor part of the game. There is chests, but I think the main thing is like once you've beaten it once, there's like battle logs, which is like harder enemies, possibly newer enemies that are now like dropped in when you replay it. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're now finding this boss and you're trying to take it out, and that's like another like an additional. Just your level of motion is so much higher. You are yeah. like flying around. It's, it's, it's not so water. much about that. It's it's more like spectacle and. Something that we haven't touched on at all is like the. <clears throat> I I've said to you before mm. already. What keeps coming back to my head is the scarabs 
from Halo 3. Yeah. You know, these like giant things and uh-huh. uh, relatively early on in the game, there's a mission where you've got to basically take down like a scout with a huge yeah. fucking laser weapon. And you're like a giant robot, but this thing is like a giant, giant like you robot. Spawn, you spawn in in a desert and there's like a sandstorm, but in the distance you can see the silhouette of this fucking huge like machine. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. get closer and it's like, there, there's some fucking energy coming from this thing and there's fucking huge blue lasers like attacking you. And it's like, if it touches you, you're fucking dead. So you're like dodging mm. and you're trying to get behind like buildings and yeah, stuff. and then you've got to climb the thing and then like yeah. fight on it. And then later on in the game, you're fighting like Star Destroyers from Star Wars, but as a mech and you're like shooting these right. things. And it's, it's, it's all about the scale. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the scale thing. And FromSoft games have never been like the best appearance wise, but when you you find yourself like immersed in this mm-hmm. this shit that's happening you're like I'm, f- I'm fighting a spaceship as a big robot dude yeah the tank mm. tank it's tracks so goddamn badass that's cool when you say when you describe it like that that is alluring yeah yeah that's it's cool. like um yeah there's one level i think is after uh, the sea spider level because the sea spider level is like you start at the start but there's like orbital lasers and you have to do like dodge around it and like mm-hmm. find a path mm-hmm. and you get to the sea spider and it's on a huge fucking cannon which they launch across a country and it comes down but it's it's like the actual environments because the level after this is in a quarry and it's all snowy and it's blizzardy and you can't see the the distance because mm-hmm. and it's like there's something about that which adds like a tension because it's like any time there could be a boss mm. and when you get to this you know this ship comes along there's like a oh, fucking 20 drones with fucking snipers on the ridge and shit and in this level i was like trying to take out the drones but it's like every time i try to like corner peak or whatever a fucking huge lady is like i'm getting like tense and i'm trying to like mm. not die because if if you fuck up and you don't dodge you're dead yeah and then you got to you know, do it all when again. you get get that right sort of run Mm. You feel like the most badass dude just ever. And it's, it's visually cool when you're like, mm-hmm. you know, f- the the other thing is like there is like our enemy ACs, enemy armored cores mm. who have the same weaponry as you and the move sets. So when it's fighting one of them, it's like the only thing I can compare it to is like Ace versus Ace fights in Ace Combat, mm-hmm. where it's like the two like characters are like going at it because they're yeah. the best. It gives me that because they're dodging and they're shooting these, and it's like. There's some I can't beat because my setup isn't per is like they're countering my setup. Mm. So it's like this tense thing where you're dodging and you're getting fucked. And mm. it's like you find them in the levels where they are these um these aces and it is just hyper that's where that whole enjoyment is. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole multiplayer aspect is like you're fighting another player in that mech. And there's so much enjoyment there. And you've toyed with multiplayer, right? Yeah, we yeah. have. Which is a whole other like addictive aspect of the game because it's like because it's like uh there's three rounds you you three fights and they can, they can be really short and you're just in this map and you've got to like work out how to beat them and it is really fun because jamie's like setup is really jumpy and like glides around and i'm like a, a heavier like tank mm-hmm. so i'm like trying to find them and then i'm just getting shot from fucking there's missiles going off and i'm like where the fuck is he yeah and it's it's tense and it just looks cool yeah, Being in a robot with like and forth thing. loads of missiles pods is going do 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 or shooting oh, it's, it just looks cool and everyone should try it because you might not like it but Armored Core is like a yeah I, I think if it gels with you it's gonna gel hard if if you're initially like just not into it 
you're probably because you guys what yeah, you've got you got stronger opinions about this like donkey video right i i think um, he completely misrepresented the game yeah. in a way to make it to to back up I, his I felt like because I, I watched that video i feel like i got what he was getting at we was kind of saying yeah like, i did it's not the same itch that's being scratched from the previous FromSoft games it's something different I, yeah no but i think that comes from the case of he's not someone who grew up with armored core he wants Armored Core to be Dark Souls, but Dark Armored Core's not Dark Souls, so why would you want it to be Dark Souls? I, I think it's more from like Dark Souls is so like lauded as far as its design, as far as a lot of the yeah, things I, it does achieve. I think he kind of undercuts how smart a lot of the design is. Mm. Right. That's that's my only issue with it, is like that a lot of this has been really like thought through and just in terms of like the rock, paper, scissors nature of it. It's like a tried and true mm. system. Because, yeah, I don't know how it's really, like, settling as far as, like, FromSoft fans, Souls fans, Armour Core fans. I think it's going to need a bit more time. Yeah. But yeah, and, it's and, take... like, all of this information is coming from two guys that have not finished the game by any means. That yeah, I'm, I'm only still... a couple of weeks. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're like both in Chapter 2. Yeah, and there's I've just been going back and having more. having a lot of fun with earlier, and I've I've seen some future bosses, and it's just like I'm looking at this shit, and this shit just fucking looks like Melania to me, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. It looks like yeah. that kind and of it's exciting. Yeah, and it's just like there is criticisms that people are saying that if you you build a setup X way, you can basically get through the whole game really easily. Mm -hmm. And I will say. Every Dark Souls game is like that because you can basically cheat. There's yeah, a way to true. cheese everything. And if you willingly choose to cheese and you find it easy, that's not the game's fault. You've just wanted to cheese well, yeah. it. But that's also a valid way of getting through it. Yeah. But like it also, like with, with the way FromSoft has been going, it's like pick up the pace, pick up the pace, pick up the pace, get faster and faster and faster. And then it's like, well, how, how much faster can you get? And this is it, mm. you know? You you reduce the difficulty a bit, but you just ex like increase that that velocity. So you're just always just going. It seems like quite a good game to release after Elden Ring in terms of like yeah. It's not about like a big map. It's level by level. The gameplay pretty much could not be more different. Mm -hmm. The setup is so different. I think it's um I'm not sure if you've seen what Bandai Namco have said, but it's I think it's genius mm. because they said like. From FromSoft's name, they can make this a franchise for the future. They can like make this this sort of bed of fans. Yeah, because yeah. they 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 said like it's not going to sell as as, yeah. as well as Elden Ring. They know but, that, but they'll be able to make new fans by releasing it. Yeah, which is great because it's like yeah. this Foundation is interesting. Like, new... Yeah, yeah, we've got to be. Like they, they've made a fan out of me. Yeah, I mean, and we've yeah. got to realise, mech games never hit in the West, and they never have. Yeah. This might be the first one that creates like a, a devote mech game fan base in the West. Yeah. And that's a big thing, because mechs are cool. The West mm -hmm. hates mechs, you know. But if, if this could be the start of like a, a mech resurgence in the West. And mechs are cool. Yeah, I'd be no matter curious what how it's selling. It's probably quite it's, well. It's, it's, it's I'm pretty really sure well. it's been doing really well. Mm. And I, I've been going back and do, like we're playing some of the earlier levels because it's like, you know, I beat the sea spider and it took me a few tries. So I'm now like going into those next levels and it's just like this isn't as difficult, but I know it's like 
That next, that next big boss is going to be, it's going to yeah, test me. It's constantly building. It's got the yeah. Sonic S rank thing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can try an S rank each level. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I'm getting almost anxious of like, how much is this one going to fuck me? So I'm like, I'm yeah. going back so I can, I can buy all the weaponry so that when I get that boss, I can be like, sit there and be like, what am I going to have to change? Instead of having to go exit the level, we get more money. It's like I'm trying to just grind a bit early on just to be able to experiment even more when I do get stuck because then I'm like really thinking about it. But at the same time, doing these levels, there's so many little hidden things that I'm like, I'm getting these s wanks because I'm like finding little really fast ways to do it. And I generally having an I'm glad you finally got the FromSoft bug. Yeah. And it's like now I'm like picturing, I think I can do every other Dark Souls games because if I'm looking at my dark guy, that's not a guy, that's a mech. Everything's a mech <laughs> and I can be like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. I, get, I can make this work. Yeah, yeah. But it is very cool and I like that they're, they're like, at the moment they're teasing like a, a certain character to be like your wyvern ace. Mm-hmm. It's like he almost knows what you are, so it's like they're teasing and you've like allied with him once. And it's like they're teasing like a good fight between them. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen some of the later levels where there's multiple enemy like uh, factions fighting each other while you're fighting. It's like it seems to actually like fucking cool. pop off. Yeah. And then there's there's a mech. Uh, this Melania boss looks exactly like a mech from my favorite Gundam anime. Mm-hmm. He's got these little like balls that are like independent weapons and shit. And it's like holy fuck, that looks cool as fuck. So I'm really really hyped. But at the same time, I'm like, that's gonna fuck me. I know mm-hmm. that's gonna be really difficult. Yeah, so intimidating. I wanna... That's part of it though. Yeah, mm. you got to feel that fear. I know I've got it, but at the same time, it's like I want to want to get through it. Mm. But yeah, it's yeah. I'm glad you can finally experience that for real. And it is it's for what, a triple A AAA game that's just come out. It was like fifty pound at launch. Because like it really, I don't know. It didn't have much of a marketing campaign. There wasn't no, like it, loads it of did. Hype it did have. Stuff. It's got Carl Urban in a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I, I don't think FromSoft need it. And no, this yeah. no, that's the thing. Uh, Fromsoft is a is a, a quality name. So everyone can be like, this game's gonna hit, and it might it's gonna be good. I think people underestimate Vati Vidya as well. Like it, mm-hmm. he's made like three videos on the game, low millions like, of views. There you go. This is like three hundred million views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dude's huge, man. Mm. I and I just cool. say gonna say the soundtrack fucking works. You would boot up into yeah, that load, that, that's yeah. title screen, and the mech's like pulling a big, like, fucking pillar driver out of a robot, and it's just like this fucking uh-huh. music, man. It's, uh, it's cool, cool, is it? Because that, that, honestly, the soundtrack is why I bought Starfield. If really? I'm being, if I'm being real. Really? Because um, oh. I was watching a few streams of it, and the music was excellent from what I was hearing, and it is very good. Mm. Um, yeah, when from, it like, from actually so, plays. Uh, not from so, Bethesda are good at soundtracks for the most mm-hmm. part. They are. Yeah. Yeah. But from software as well. Yeah. It's, it it will be a very different pace to Starfield, but some of the music is like this. Yeah. It's it's like I don't know how to explain the style, but it's almost what is like the genre. I, What's the music genre? It's like orchestral kind of. It's also trancey. Yeah. Like, What's the sound? Is it like electronic sounds? Yeah. 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 Orchestral sounds. But it's like, like this high like BPM. Yeah. Just but, intensity. But it's almost like. Almost like the the title screen like song is almost a little bit depressing. It's like somber. Yeah. I think all the sound effects though, like I, I can feel in ten years having nostalgia for this game. Mm. Like the sound effects before someone talks to you in the the comms, mm. that sort of thing is like. The, 
it just cements itself. Do you have the audio head. tracks on Japanese vo- vocals? No, no, no. Really, um, it feels on. like with from stuff, it's like the the English stuff is good. So it's well, like... but I I tend to just leave it because if it's Sekiro, it's default on Japanese. Oh, is that the default vocals? Sekiro? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, with subtitles because in Japan the default is English vocals for Dark Souls mm-hmm. but Japanese subtitles being it's a Japanese right. yeah. Yeah, and sure, then it's yeah. the inverse for us because it, with Sakura because mm. it's based in Japan yeah because like Dark Souls is set in like European yeah. kind of yeah. yeah and I guess with with the whole mech thing in, in, in like the greater world with corporations and whatnot it does make sense how it's like English might be the, the language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whatnot. And the English, like, all the voice performances sound pretty good. Yeah. And it's um, almost, like, I know there's more to, that might be revealed in the story, but this, that now it's just, like, it's almost like I'm getting that horrible feeling of just, like, yeah, this is, like, this is, like, a critique of war because you're killing these mechs and their people. Mm-hmm. You know, obvious things. I, reach, I didn't get with Ace Combat, even though I'm shooting down fucking countless planes. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, like, yeah, reading, like, battle logs that you can find in the levels. It's just, like... It, it feels as though the more you think about, like, the world that you're playing in, the... The, the more like depth there is to it you know if, if you actually contextualize in mm. your head what's going on mm. suddenly it's like whoa the, the shit just gets deeper and deeper yeah and, it, mm. and that, that that is a thing of the mech genre like go, go, there's a few Gundam series that has like prioritized that mm-hmm. and whatnot and it's just like yeah. I'm glad they're delving into that because it is like a you know the way the suit the the story is going at the moment with the planet basically being exploited by the companies the corporations and you've got the rebellion faction then you've got this other faction going it's really trying to go yeah. in on there so well, i'm like really I'm honestly excited, after man. after your guys discussion and i'm more excited about it than i thought i, I would be. just i what all i would say is buy it do that first level and if you yeah, get enjoyment through that and you get past the first boss you can make a choice of I, I can play this more because mm-hmm. it is just kind of silly fun <laughs> jumping around as yeah. a fucking tank and shit no, that's mm-hmm. what's so awesome about like the the story is that like you can take it as surface level as you want or yeah. you can really get like invested mm-hmm. you know yeah the customization does look very cool yeah like, it's really cool just experiment with new guns and whatnot and it's like I found weapons yep. that are like terrible for bosses but I like I can like speed run everything else mm-hmm. and get to the boss and it's like just I fucking love Max, man. I fucking love Max. Yeah, and it's it, it's one of those games where like I've been at work and stuff for days, not being able to play it, and it's mm-hmm. like my head is just thinking like, what build am I going to use? Yeah, what, How what am I, I doing do next? Yeah, like, I've I've done these levels. Which ones do I want to re- replay? Like, and like if if someone's played Armor Core and they're like they've got that mech itch, there's so much fucking good mech stuff out outside of Neon Genesis Evangelion. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of really good mech stuff out there that you can now like experience. Just mm-hmm. opening the doors to like so many good shows and movies that about mechs. Yeah. And it's just like that I appreciate mechs like nothing else. Mechs are the coolest shit, you know. So I hope this does like invite in, invigorate that new love in, in some people who haven't otherwise mm-hmm. experienced it. Yeah. I will I will talk about mechs all day, man. All day. I'm glad it's landed because I wasn't sure like how it was gonna settle. Yeah. Mm. No, honestly, before, because we, we met for coffee this morning. That's what we talked about all morning. Be- before you arrived for like... Hour. Hour, hour and a half, we were just talking about Armour Core. Mm. Like, we, we could talk about this shit for like five more hours. 
You know? And it's like, I want to go I home. Like that. And I it's like, passion, yeah. I, I know I've got to do things tonight, but part of me is like, I could do an armor core level. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm yeah. like trying to. That's how they it. get you, man. That's how they get no, you. No, but I like that with it being like a, a menu select, it's not like. As someone who, who hasn't done a Dark Souls, it's like, it was always overwhelming that I couldn't really dip out of it because I'd lose. Yeah, you the context of at. what's going on. Yeah. So it's almost like you've got to sink in and get that fucking done. Get that first playthrough and then you kind of dip more in on second playthroughs. Mm-hmm. But if Armored Core, it's just like, it's Little level select. Size. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can bite just chunks. jump in. And Wait. apparently, uh, the New Game Plus and New Game Plus adds a whole more story beats, loads of more ca- yeah, characters, levels, the bosses. It just keeps going. Yeah. And, it, and branching story paths as well. But that's even a thing I find with like going way back to Dark Souls 3. Like, I've got no history with that game. If I come up across a boss that I can't beat, it becomes this, like... Well, I can't settle until I beat this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's got me. I've got to keep trying it, then, until I do it. And you keep getting closer and closer, and, like, like you can't submit until you've done it. Yeah, you know? it's, it's that's what I had with the Baltus fight, because in our group chat, there's so many messages, like, oh, I can't do this, guys. <laughs> I can't <laughs> yeah, do this it, man. Bullshit, fuck this. Yeah. And then, and it's like, I go to bed angry. I'd be laying in bed at like, <laughs> yeah, one in yeah. the morning, like, this is, I'm angry, man. I had that with yeah. Sekiro bosses. And then yeah. it's like, I wake up and it's all I think about. <laughs> and then I go home and I spend like two hours trying it and it fucks me again. And it's the next, it's like yeah. the frustration builds even more. But when I get home on that day and I, I like chill out and I'm like, I can do this. And then I do it. And when you like, do, the, dope, the dopamine reward you get from doing that mm-hmm. it's, nothing, it's, nothing like those, it's like those it. moments where it's like you get your control and you're about to like smash it out of like yeah. excitement you're like yes. <laughs> yeah you fucking it's, did it like if that's got like me having that experience should probably tell you that it has like that dark core mm-hmm. DNA in there like I would seriously just try try out that the, the intro because it does throw like a lot of what armor core is yeah. at you and yeah. then you can uh, experience well, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it yeah, buy it. Pick it up buy on it, a sale. It, and it's, it's not a £60 game at launch. Yeah, that makes sure. the, And that, that is actually really you don't have to buy every skin in the game. They just come, like, packaged in. Does like, it have a best edition? No, yeah, There's it not, does. It does. But, but it's like the soundtrack. It's, it's the art book or something. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. It's not a there's, digital, there's like, not, Dude, there's edition. not even a battle pass. Like, you for real? Yeah. There's no there's no skin yeah. packs. There's gonna be a skin pack that's like Evangelion crossover event. <laughs> and I'll be buying that <laughs> shit. Yeah. I like that there's like people making like fire highs for the robot in the, the vinyl crate <laughs> and shit. Like people are getting creative with like the, the, the decal systems and there's gonna be some really ridiculous like Yeah, give it a few months those mods are yeah. gonna be mental. Yeah. How long Black before there's like on. a F thirty five fucking fighter jet mod? Yeah, <laughs> you just fly around one. the map. I'm pretty sure the day it released, someone had made a CJ yeah, yeah. from San Andreas <laughs> for a mech. Yes, it's just a giant <laughs> CJ made, like, a mod to have CJ. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like I I will probably keep an eye on it. It's the same way I do with a, like replaying Ace Combat is a bit shit. Like I've I've always tried to redo a playthrough, but it's been difficult. Mm-hmm. But I'm like hyped to to see what like because I imagine it's gonna be a DLC for it. Because they, yeah. they tend to do, like, one DLC, and that's it. Well, I can't believe this came out before the Elden Ring. Yeah, there's supposed to be an Elden Ring one, eh? Mm. Well, there, there is. There's going to be yeah. one. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And it, I just want... I'm excited to see what they might do in the future. Yeah. And they might... I think it almost guarantees a, a sequel. Yeah. You know, well, they confirmed gonna that this is going to make new fans, so I think there will be... Yeah. And I'll be there for it. Yeah. That's all I can say. And I'm only on Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fucking love Max Ron. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. But, but I I was chatting shit about Max. He what? Yeah. Jamie was I literally Ma- I saying Max were lame as hell. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. And then I start playing this game and I'm like, shit, this you one of cool. missile pods. This and cool shit. AF. And then I bought the game. I played the game. Max are awesome. Max can be cool. They just can be really cringe. So like when they're really cartoony, it's just like, nah, I need I need like some yeah. more realistic mechanical Matrix Revolutions. And then someone was like, you you love Titanfall, right? And I was like, oh. That yeah. is Mac, yeah. Yeah, that is Mac. No, that was me. Because you, yeah. like, you, you were yeah, saying about it. I was it. chatting shit about Max, and you were like, you, you love Titanfall. And you were like, no, they're, they're like cool Western Max. I'm like, that way, they're good fucking Japanese Max, yeah. man. And it's like, they yeah. have swords and shit. The melee weapons are really fucking fun yeah. to use. They are. I hope Respawn capitalizes on this new mech like invigoration. Titanfall three. Yeah. The Avatar three tie-in game. And the fun the fun thing, another thing is when your weapon runs out of ammo, you just don't have it. So you've got fists. So you can run around and yeah, literally just, just bang. Yeah. <laughs> like fighting fucking punching mechs. Just punch them. I find it funny because I went into one of these levels and I accidentally unequipped like my sword. So I was like flying on this level and I was like gonna do the lunge, it's just like my mate just fucking went up and punched the cunt off a fucking ledge and it's just like <laughs> so, Yeah, it's so sick. It's ah uh, yeah. It's good. Damn. It's like dodging dodging like missile attacks against you and laser attacks as you're like shooting missiles at them and you're going in for like a punch and you're like blasting with a shotgun and shit. It's so good. Okay. Thank you for watching. Yeah. I hope you enjoy all my core out there. See yeah. you on the next episode. You better do, because that was like an hour of conversation. <laughs> Just that. Yeah.